Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 33 of Revelation chapter 21. We're going to be looking at verse 21. In the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. Now God is returning to talk about the gates a little bit more. If you remember back in verse 12, it said, And had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. Then the Lord told, uh, told us where the, the gates were positioned. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. On the south, three gates. And on the west, three gates. And now, um, after describing the wall and the city, God's uh, directing our attention back to the gates to give further information. In verse 21, and the gates were 12 pearls. Did you ever hear that expression uh, people use often, actually, even who don't know the Bible, but uh, they they might say or speak of heaven's pearly gates. And it comes right from this verse, it's an accurate description. Of course, it's just language God is using to represent something. But he's speaking of the new heaven, the holy city Jerusalem, made up of all of the elect. And he says the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl. So the gates have everything to do with a pearl. And that reminds us of what uh, the Lord Jesus said in a parable in Matthew chapter 13. Let's go to Matthew 13 and in verses 45 and 46. It says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. And in this short uh, little parable, that's it, just those two verses, we find both um, pearl singular and pearls plural, just as we have in Revelation 21. The twelve gates were twelve pearls of one pearl. Uh, so we we can definitely sense there's a connection between this parable and what we're reading in our verse in Revelation. And there is a connection, and we'll see it um, when we understand what God is saying in this parable. Let's Let's read verse 45 of Matthew 13 again. Again, 
the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man. Now, many times in the Bible, God identifies himself or the Lord Jesus Christ, who is God, as a man. And in this case, the merchant man is speaking of Christ, eternal God. The, the merchant man, remember how God um, does liken himself as a merchant and the gospel as merchandise in Isaiah 55, verse 1. It's almost as though he's uh, the Lord is in the marketplace peddling his wares. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that has no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness." Come and buy, but without money, without price. Of course, because God gives freely, and and that's the uh, the nature of the gospel. It is all by the grace of God. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God. Well, the God is the merchant man who merchandises in the gospel of salvation. And the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man. And since it's referring to the kingdom of heaven, of course, it makes sense. God, Christ, is the merchant. Seeking goodly pearls. So the merchant man seeks goodly pearls. Uh, we can understand that just like uh, even today. We have merchants that deal in jewelry and they they want the business of good pearls or good precious stones. And, and so God is using language they would have understood long ago and that we can still understand today. Mer- the merchant man seeking goodly pearls but uh, we we can understand from revelation 21 already what do pearls plural point to let's read that verse again revelation 21 21 and the 12 gates were 12 pearls and the gates going back to the earlier verses in this chapter the city had 12 gates, and the gates 12 angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel, and then the three gates at, at each point. And, and there we see God is relating the gates to the names of the children of Israel, which would point to the elect, the true believers, spiritual Israel. And that helps us to see the merchant man seeking goodly pearls is describing the Lord Jesus Christ, God Almighty's desire to seek a bride for himself, to seek a people for himself, to um, develop a salvation program 
where he can uh, save certain ones predestinated before the world began, take their sins upon himself as he died for them from the foundation of the world, and so forth, that that's the gospel. And they are the pearls. So God has sought goodly pearls who are the people of God, the the elect, um, the chosen ones. God didn't take everyone, but certain ones. He, he selected the goodly pearls. Of course, that doesn't mean there was anything good in the, the, uh, the ones God chose to save themselves. We know the Bible says there's none good, no, not one, but chosen according to God's good pleasure. Therefore, goodly pearls, because the good pleasure of God determined to save them. Well, uh, let's go on into verse 46 of Matthew 13. Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Now, here, the merchant man who is God desired, he, he sought goodly pearls, plural, and when he had found one pearl of great price, uh, then he went and sold all that he had and bought it. And, and apparently, as we read this, it seems he, he, he decided not to go after numerous pearls, but to settle for one outstanding pearl. And since we just saw that the goodly pearls represented the the true believers or the elect, then if it's so that uh, this merchant man, it seems, did not purchase the goodly pearls, but he purchased one good pearl. And, and therefore, doesn't that mean God did not uh, buy the the elect and and so the understanding seems to be lost a little bit but no it isn't no because god is actually um showing us something else in, in verse 46 that will also tie back in to his purchase of all the elect or the goodly pearls when he had found one pearl one pearl of great price. Now this one pearl must be the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the precious stone we've seen. Um, he, he is the, the one that is uh, spoken of in Revelation 21 in verse 21 where all twelve gates, twelve pearls um, every several gate was of one pearl. It's as though the gates were made from the substance of one pearl. The, the, it would have been a great pearl, an, an enormous pearl, but that's where the language leads us, that 
they, they carve gate number one and two through twelve out of one pearl, or they took the material, the, the pearly substance from one pearl, and they made the twelve gates having, uh, possessing the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel, and positioned them north, south, east, and west, the twelve pearly gates, all of one pearl. And then we can see why uh, it is that uh, in this um, short parable that Christ is telling us, the merchant man sought goodly pearls, he, many of them, but when he found one pearl of great price, he went after that. Because that pearl represents Christ and through Christ or in Christ come the believers. The quantity of pearls through the quality of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, it goes on to say at the end of verse 46, one pearl of great price, when he, he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. And that is similar to what we read in Matthew 18 in the parable of an unforgiving man, remember, who he himself had been forgiven a great debt and then uh, a fellow servant had done something or owed him a little bit and he would not forgive that little debt but grabbed them by the throat, demanding that he be paid all that was owed him. And then his Lord heard about it and and returned to him and said uh, in uh, Matthew 18, verse 33, Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. Pay it all. Pay the whole debt. And we can see there in, in that parable in Matthew 18, paying the, the entire debt points to being under the wrath of God and God's law demanding satisfaction, payment be made. and And so to pay it all, Points to, if it were possible, it's not for the sinner, but it points to completing the sin debt and coming out from under it. Well, in uh, Matthew thirteen forty six, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it, and and that. Uh, really is telling us that Christ emptied himself of his glory as eternal God, humbled himself, and took upon him the form of a servant, and and then went about the business of paying the debt of the sins of his people at the point of the foundation of the world. The lamb was slain, the debt was paid, and... He bought the pearl. He established the kingdom of heaven. Christ's death and resurrection was accomplished. 
and and all whose names were recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life had a guarantee by God that uh, as time would as the world would be created and time unfold, they would become saved. And the merchant man in purchasing the one great pearl does end up with the the other pearls and and that's what we're seeing here in revelation 21 that um the the 12 pearly gates are of one pearl and uh this purchase price also as it says here that the merchant man sold all that he had to buy the one pearl but remember what god says about each one of us in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 20, For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And just as um, the pearls come from the pearl, the Lord Jesus, so too does the seed, who are the body of believers, plural, come from the seed singular. That, uh, that's the point that God made in Galatians. And in, uh, Galatians chapter 3, he pointed out that the seed was singular in verse 16. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not unto seeds as of many, but as of one and to thy seed, which is Christ. So Christ is the seed, just as he is the pearl. But then, notice what the Lord tells us in the last verse uh, of Galatians 3, verse 29. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. Which is telling us we're in Christ. He's the seed, but if we are Christ, if we have been bought and belong to him, then we are the seed. And uh, it it applies to um, this language of the pearl. He's that one pearl of great price. We are the pearls of him. Okay, going back to Revelation 21. 21 and the 12 gates were 12 pearls every several gate was of one pearl and the street of the city was pure gold as it were transparent glass and we've uh, already seen God's um, uh, wonderful description of of this glorious city he's using uh, the, the most beautiful elements and materials and things that this earth uh, has ever produced uh, with the precious stones, references to gold and pearls to describe the beauty, the perfection, the holiness, the glory of the city that he built that is made up of everyone that he has saved and there is no sin no death, no crying or tears, no pain. It's a, a tremendously beautiful city of God. 
And now he's even saying the the street of the city was pure gold. Now, it says street, singular, not streets. And uh, when we see that, uh, typically, especially in this chapter, we're correct to think it's referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. The street would um, be leading people to the gate from the gate. People enter into the gate and they're on the street. The, the roadway, the path that would take them to other places within the city. Well, Christ is the street, just as the Bible says he's the way, the truth, and the life. He is the street of the city. And, of course, um, to say Jesus is like pure gold, we can understand that uh, due to his absolute holiness, uh, the perfection of his being, the spotless lamb of God, and both the word pure and gold points to that, uh, and that's what it's it's speaking of. Now, just to look at um, how the word street or streets are used in some places, in Proverbs chapter 1, it says in verse 20, wisdom crieth without, she uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates, in the city. She uttereth her words. Wisdom is Christ. He is the essence of wisdom. and uh, Wisdom personified in Proverbs 8 is as though uh, Jesus is speaking. And, and, and so wisdom utters her voice in the streets. And, uh, that would be the way, the path, the, the road, the, the, the narrow way that leads to the kingdom of heaven. Or, uh, look at Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59, verse 14 of Isaiah 59. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off, for truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Uh, Truth is the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's fallen in the streets where wisdom utters her voice. So it relates to Jesus, the street, and it relates to the word of God. Uh, keep in mind or remember the two witnesses in Revelation 11. When uh, they were killed, they were f- uh, they fell in the street. They were lying dead in the street for three and a half days because the street is the place of wisdom, the place where truth ought to be found uh, when when people are dealing with the Bible. And yet, Truth was fallen, it says in Isaiah 59, and and there uh, the two witnesses representing Moses and Elijah or the law and the prophets, the word of God, the Bible, has fallen. Wisdom is is fallen. And it, it says in Luke 13, this will be the last verse we look at concerning streets. In Luke 13, verse 26 
And this is um, the account when once the master house is risen up and is shut to the door, and ye begin to stand without and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. And he shall answer and say unto you, I know ye not whence ye are. Then in verse 26, Then shall ye begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. It's the way of concourse, the the marketplace of the gospel, uh, where the word of God goes forth. And in the new heaven, in the new earth, in that holy Jerusalem, the street of the city was pure gold. There's no truth fallen there. Uh, the sucklings are not swooning uh, because they they cannot find water or food. But there is absolute truth being declared. The uh, Lord Jesus Christ, the great teacher, the the one who loves to teach, will teach his people in that new heaven and new earth and and the teaching will be perfect without mistake or error on any point and uh it will it'll certainly be uh as wonderful as anything we could even think of imagining to be personally taught by the Lord Jesus Christ The street of the city was pure gold, as it were, transparent glass. Now this reminds us what we read back in verse 18, when God was speaking of the building of the wall. Of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. Now, by the way, just as um, we know that Christ is the gate, and he likens his people to being positioned at the twelve gates and so forth. So too does the Bible call him the city, and as well as the body of believers the city, and the city is pure gold. Just like the street of the city was pure gold, and in verse 18 said, like unto clear glass, in verse 21 says the street of the city was pure gold, as it were, transparent glass. And the, the Greek word, um, translated here as transparent is a word that literally means appearing through. Appearing through. It, it's of such uh, purity and holiness that, that uh, there is no blemish of any kind. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.